It is of great worth, said Faramir. And now, do you take this creature, this Smeagol, under your protection? I do take Smeagol under my protection, said Frodo. Sam sighed audibly, and not at the courtesies of which, as any hobbit would, he thoroughly approved. Indeed, in the Shire, such a matter would have required a great many words and bows. Then I say to you, said Faramir, turning to Gollum, you are under doom of death, but while you walk with Frodo, you are safe for our part. Yet, if ever you'd be found by any man of Gondor astray without him, the doom shall fall, and may death find you swiftly within Gondor or without, if you do not well serve him. Now answer me, whither would you go? You were his guide, he says. Whither were you leading him? Gollum made no reply. This I will not have secret, said Faramir. Answer me, or I will reverse my judgment. Still Gollum did not answer. I will answer for him, said Frodo. He brought me to the black gate as I asked, but it was impossible. There is no open gate to the nameless land, said Faramir. Seeing this, we turned aside and came by the southward road, Frodo continued, for he said there is or there may be a path near to Minas Ithil. Minas Morgul, said Faramir. I do not know clearly, said Frodo, but the path climbs, I think, up into the mountainous mountains on the northern side of the vale where the old city stands. It goes up to a high cleft and so down to that which is beyond. Do you know the name of that high pass? said Faramir. No, said Frodo. It is called Sirithangol. Gollum hissed sharply and began muttering to himself. It is not that its name, said Faramir, turning to him. No, said Gollum. And then he squealed as if something had stabbed him. Yes, yes, we heard the name once. But what does that name matter to us? Master says he must get in. So we must try some way. There is no other way to try. No. No other way? said Faramir. How do you know that? And who has explored all the confines of the dark realm? He looked long and thoughtfully at Gollum. Presently, he spoke again. Take this creature away, Anborn. Treat him gently, but watch him. And do not you, Smeagol, try to de dive into the falls. The rocks have such teeth there as would slay you before your time. Leave us now and take your fish. Anborn went out and Gollum went cringing before him. The curtain was drawn across the recess. Frodo, I think you do very unwisely in this, said Faramir. I do not think you should go with this creature. It is wicked. No, not altogether wicked, said Frodo. Not wholly, perhaps, said Faramir. But Malice eats it like a canker and evil is growing. He will lead you to no good. If you will part with him, I will give him safe conduct and guidance to any point on the borders of Gondor that he may name. He would not take it, said Frodo. He would fall, fall after me as, he, as long he has done. And I have promised many times to take him under my protection and to go where he led. You would not ask me to break faith with him? No, said Faramir. But my heart would, for it seems less evil to counsel another man to break troth than to do oneself, especially if one sees a friend bound unwitting to his own harm. But no, if he will go with you, you must now endure him. 
but i do not think you are holden to the go to the sirat angol of which he has told you less than he knows that much i perceive clearly in his mind do not go to sirat angol where then shall i go said frodo back to the black gate and deliver myself up to the guard what do you know against the place that makes its name so dreadful nothing certain said faramir we of gondor do not ever pass east of the road in these days and none of us younger men has ever done so nor has any of us set foot upon the mountains of shadow of them we know only old report and the rumor of bygone days but there is some dark terror that dwells in the passes above minas morkel if seretan gol is named old men and masters of lore will blanch and fall silent the valley of minas morgul passed into evil very long ago and it was a menace and a dread while the banished enemy dwelt yet far away and ethelian was still for most part in our own keeping as you know that city was once a strong place proud and fair minas ethel the twin sister of our own city but it was taken by fall men whom the enemy in his first strength had dominated and who wandered homeless and masterless after this fall it is said that their lords were men of numenor who had fallen into dark wickedness to them the enemy had given rings of power and he had devoured them living ghosts they were become terrible and evil after his going they took minas ethel and dwelt there they filled it and all their valley about with decay it seemed empty and was not so for a shapeless fear lived within the ruined walls nine lords were there and after the return of their master which they aided and prepared in secret they grew strong again then the nine riders issued forth from the gates of horror and we could not withstand them do not approach their citadel you will be espied it is a place of sleepless malice full of lidless eyes do not go that way but where else will you direct me said frodo you cannot yourself you say guide me to the mountains not over them but over the mountains i am bound by solemn undertaking to the council to find a way or perish in the seeking and if i turn back refusing the road in its bitter end where then shall i go among elves or men would you have me come to gondor with this thing the thing that drove your brother mad with desire what spell would it work in minas tirith shall there be two cities of minas morgul grinning at each other across a dead land filled with rottenness i would not have it so said faramir then what would you have me do i know not only i would not have you go to death or to torment and i do not think that mithrandir would have chosen this way yet since he's gone i must take such paths as i can find and there is no time for a long searching said frodo it is a hard doom and a hopeless errand said faramir but at the least remember my warning beware of this guide smegel he has done murder before now i read it in him he sighed well so we meet and part frodo son of drogo you have no need to soft words i do not hope to see you again on any other day under this sun but you shall go now with my blessing upon you and upon all your people rest a little while food is prepared for you 
I would gladly learn how this creeping Smeagol became possessed of the thing of which we speak and how he lost it. But I will not trouble you now. If ever beyond hope you return to the lands of the living and we retell our tales, sitting by a wall in the sun, laughing at old grief, you shall tell me then. Until that time, or some other time beyond the vision of the seeing stones of Numenor, farewell. He rose and bowed low to Frodo, and drawing the curtain, passed out into the cave. End of chapter 6